Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Akit Stream, your very personal podcast. It's a lovely, beautiful afternoon we have today and a great day to start our podcast series fresh. Hope you guys are as excited as we are in the Akit Strive team to begin this podcasting journey. For today's episode, we'll be talking about a topic not so rare for students. As students, tests and examinations become the norm for them to face throughout their endeavors. And what follows after the tests would be the graded marks. Hence, the notion whether one fails or succeeds crawls in students' minds, forming the notoriously known feelings, stress and anxiety. Here with me today to discuss the topic is Faris Nurhafiz from Intech Education College. Good morning, Faris. How are you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm feeling great, um, though through this tough time, I'm certain feeling great in 2020 differs so much from any point of any other year. Nonetheless, I'm, I'm hoping that everyone's doing great wherever you guys are. All right. Before we begin, a little bit about our guest today. Faris is currently pursuing uh, data science, is it? under the sponsorship yep. of Yayasan Tenaga National, aiming to pursue his studies in Australia. Have you decided your targeted university? Most certainly. I'm aiming for the Australia National University, or ANU in short. The university is ranked number one in Australia and one of the top 20 universities globally, according to the QS World Ranking. I'm certain oh. the competition there is at its utmost best. <laughs> Wow, okay, that's that's really interesting. Um, so how's the intake for you, Faris? Um, for now, um, due to this pandemic and lockdown, so we cannot really go to intake. So we're studying at home for the first time. I just finished my first time and the second time will start in January 2021. Right, right. Um, on, yeah. on, on purpose. Yeah, a lot of schools are doing online nowadays how do you think online affects your studying i think online affects my study in lots of ways and one of it is um sometimes i get too comfortable with myself staying at um, home sometimes um i felt that i have no motivation because i'm alone and sometimes like seeking help from friends getting a little bit more difficult than it was before when i was in high school so yeah yeah i i get what you're feeling it's it's so different especially for the students who's taking spm this year uh they're probably doing most of their classes online and they're probably facing something that no other form fives has faced before so surely the students who are listening to this would have gone through this um situation and i guess they can relate to us also all right um so tell me, Faris, what makes failure something that you can truly relate to? Um, in my personal view, failure is a stage of development. Everyone has to go through it in order to get better. And come to think about it, failure only occurs to people who try. And if you ever find yourself in a failure, be proud of yourself. That means that you still have the will and the drive to stand up and try. Failures also let you learn new things, new stuff. Without failure, you might end up doing the wrong thing your whole life. Um, and I really hope that this session will slightly shift listeners' view on failure. I, I hope so too. All right. 
Um, before we begin, thank you very much for being a guest in our podcast today. It's a sure. pleasure to have you with us. Right. If there's nothing else to address, I guess I shall begin with asking you the first question. Is that okay with you? Of course. All right. Nice. So failures, right? Failures come in so many different forms. For students, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are failing academically. It could also mean that you're failing in your co-curricular activities and such. My question to you is, how exactly do us students face or maybe in a more appropriate word, accept failure? Is failure something to be frowned upon or celebrated? All right. Um, one beautiful thing that I find about failure is, even though it may vary amongst us, is that the foundation of a failure itself is almost the same for everyone. So to answer the question, I think the answer is both. Because if you're failing down when you're failing, you're actually on the right track. It's a logical response to feel deeply dejected by a failure. But the question is, the real question is, how long does it take for you, for your sorrow to dissipate? Because demotivation kills drive. So the longer you feel regretful, the more opportunities will stray off your path. So I think it is very important for us to feel sad, but how long does it take will actually matter in this kind of failure and failing case. So how do we celebrate our failures? All right, so number one, I think we can start by reminding ourselves that we are humans. As perfect as, me, uh, as we may want to be, our flaws will show up every once in a while, right? When we start to realize everybody makes mistakes and faces failure, we will be more inspired to move on from our dark times and make amends with our past. And apart from that, we can start by opening up and being more vulnerable. Everyone has ego, including me and you and everyone that's listening to this podcast. The same ego that wants us to put a strong facade so people see us as more superior being. But that's not the but that not by might be the real case. The fun that you flaunt will not last and soon to crumble if you fail to open up and let other people to assist you in your journey. Um, I will take uh, an example from one TED Talk show by an Ivy League University student, for example. The pressure and the competition there were so immense that one of his roommates decided to jump off a building because he couldn't take it no more. All of the students there were shocked to hear about the egregious news because he had so much potential. But because he failed to seek help and open up to others about his problem, he chose to end all, the pro- all of the problems according to his ways. So this is how far failure can bring someone to if not handled properly. So I think to frown upon it is something logical, but to celebrate it and to improve and make amends from it is necessary. Right. So what you're saying is that, well, failure itself may seem like uh, something that is something society doesn't want us to. It's not really about uh, what happens when we fail, but it's really what we do after we fail, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, the following actions we take after we fail. Okay, that's that's um, that's a really interesting uh, insight to that. Uh, I like how you mentioned about learning from our mistakes and reducing our egos. Reducing our egos—that's something that is a bit difficult for some people who think they're a bit egotistical or narcissistic. They believe that the world revolves around them and it's hard for them to accept that 
sometimes they are not entirely perfect. And yes. This is something that um, it's not only meant to be instilled, but it's also meant to be practiced. Reducing your ego has to be practiced. You can't just simply, okay, I'm going to reduce my ego. No, you actually have to practice that. Uh, it's it's going to take some days, but eventually your ego would dissipate somehow in some way. All right, that's really interesting. Um, I, I just like to share um, for those of you guys who know about the movie Meet the Robinsons, it's quite a popular movie. I, I just recently watched that. And um, the main character was expected to fix a peanut butter and jelly gun, okay? Um, but surprisingly, he failed, okay? But instead of being booed by the others, he was actually celebrated because he failed. They were actually chanting that, oh my God, congratulations, you failed. That, those two words, those juxtapos- uh, juxtaposition words actually existed between the two of them. Um, Congratulations, you failed. So, Faris, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, that's interest, uh, interesting, but I haven't watched the show. Um, but from what I heard, I think this is something um, as, that we call as the reverse ecology. Um, because expectation for me is like a double-edged sword. It can be both inspiring and menacing. So the society plays a very vital role to help others surpassing their challenges. So, for example, when you fail on something like challenges or work or task, some people would like to throw away shades or like cast or bad words towards you to bring you down. But at the same time, um, people can also bring you up by giving you support, moral support and assistance for you to learn from your mistakes and your failure. So what was happening in the show, as what I understood, is that both circumstances acknowledge that the person failed, but how they acknowledge or how they take, took the action of acknowledging the failure. Is it in a proper way or is it in a bad way? So in both cases, it will end in a very separate and indifferent way. So basically what I'm saying is that this is exactly what we need um, to acknowledge that failure is something common, is, is something existential within us as human beings, but also at the same time, it is something that we can learn um, from all walks of life and, of course, to improve from it and learn from others. All right. Thank you for that reply. Thank you very much. Okay, um, so I guess we're all but wondering... What has been your most memorable failure? Care to share with us? <laughs> of course. All right. So um, in 2018, um, I, not once, but twice, got E's, like one mark of failing for my additional mathematics. So these particular events made me rethink really whether or not I made the right choice picking up on this subject. I felt sad ostensibly, but my friends and family helped me so much. But of course, in order to obtain or gain their help, I needed to open up. I needed to be vulnerable. I needed to address why I was feeling down, why I was feeling sad, what did I need to do. And when I opened up, people, these people, my friends, my family members, they started to give me suggestions, more support and assistance. I feel more motivated to improve myself because I know that I was not alone in that problem. 
And along the way, I got to listen to other people's stories and their personal struggles on how things were also rough for them. So basically listening to these stories make me feel more of a normal human being rather than chasing the ideal of being perfect. Right. Okay. Thank you very much for that. So to all of you listeners out there, uh, do take note. Uh, that doesn't mean that you've scored an E for your ad mats. Doesn't necessarily mean you will never score an A plus for your ad mats. There's always hope. And the point of it being is you have to open up, go and approach others if you need the help, and you have to learn from your mistakes. Is that right, Faris? True. All right. Okay. That has been wonderful. Okay. Um, thank you so much for the response. I think we can proceed to the next question, shall we? Sure. All right. Wonderful. Okay. So the uh, second question, the current SPM students are getting very close to their inevitable final exam. Eventually, they will have to sit for the exam whether they like it or not. The worst case scenario would be that they fail their SPM, which of course, we do not want that to happen. But let's say it did happen. What would your direct response be to this situation? So um, as a person that was born in 2002, that is one year older than those who are taking SPM for 2021, uh, I'm deeply sorry that you have to face SPM when the world itself is at its worst but yeah, know that your journey yeah. had only just begun. I've seen many underperformed people, my peers, my seniors succeed in their uni's lives. So the only thing is that for as long as you have the will to try again and to wake up and feel that you want to do your very best each day and prove to yourself that you will not fall twice by coming back stronger. I think that is very important to know that this is not the end game of every single effort that you have poured in when you are facing SPM. That's, that's very true. SPM doesn't mean the very end of it all. There's, o there's always more to it. SPM is just one huge stepping stone, but it doesn't mean it's the very last one. Right. Um, you know, uh, I've been, in my experience, you know, I've seen some students that have been continuously failing in their past attempts in their examinations, but they, they themselves, they don't know what's wrong. And this concerns me because I can't really help because I don't know them, uh, what they're doing wrong, and they don't know themselves what they are doing wrong. So what would be your say in this? I think to be straightforward, I think it means that there is something wrong in the process. I'm not going to talk about interest here, because as students, we do not have many choices about what subjects that we want to choose. Like, for example, in boarding schools, we do have to take additional mathematics without choosing whether or not we want it. Um, I'm talking about what you are doing to correct those mistakes. Um, so relating to the failure that I've faced, I don't think pouring more hours into studying at maths will be the most precise strategy. So when you're doing mistakes, look for a pattern. After analyzing not only the paper I failed, but also previous relatable papers, I found out that I was weak in quadratic and also applying type of questions. So these patterns also can be applied to your strengths. Know what you get good at so that you can shift your focus to more important matters. 
only by that you're going to improve slowly but surely and next thing next best thing that i did when i was in high school is to seek help from my peers you have to know that spf even though it is something as like a solo challenge for you it is only a solo challenge for you when it comes to the day of examination but the preparation itself is a work as a teamwork you have to work with your peers you have to ask your teachers you have to ask your parents or family members if you can if or or if they can like lend you any help but know that you are not alone when it comes to like answering spm so if you know that some of your friends are good in certain subjects that you are weak in seek help from them it doesn't matter if they they are not close to you because from what i know from all of those people that i've asked help from they were nice to me and i believe that a lot of other people out there would be more than happy to give you assistance and help you with your journey in achieving the greatest result for SPM. Right, I believe so too. Um, you know, to add on about um, that pattern to which you continuously fail to notice. Now, I, I've seen a few of my friends, you know, uh, when I was doing my SPM, I would tutor some of them actually uh, for admats. And I have, uh, I remembered I, would, I was tutoring someone was really weak in that maths. He approached me and he, he complained that he said, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong in that maths. It's just that I can't do at maths. And then uh, when I was doing the tutoring with him, uh, I noticed that it wasn't really him not being able to understand uh, what he's doing. He's just weak in certain subtopics. And because of those certain subtopics that he's weak at, he thinks that he's unable to do all of the additional mathematics paper. And this made him very unmotivated to actually uh, continue revising for that paper. And this uh, concerned me because just because he was unable to notice a few of the major setbacks in his additional mathematics subject, he became totally uh, not motivated to score that A, which he can totally score. Um, so to all of you listeners out there, if you are unable to spot that pattern, you know, you can always ask your friends help. You can always ask your teachers or you just have to spend more time with yourself analyzing the way you've answered and the way, the way your mistakes were made. You know, sometimes there's an, a pattern to which you can actually um, go by and fix those uh, accordingly. So, all right. Um, thank you very much, Ferris, for the very insightful responses. I think we can move on to the very last question. Okay, but we'll move on to the very last question right after this short break. All right, stay tuned. We're back. Thank you very much for waiting. All right, Faris, let's proceed to the final question, okay? Uh, all right, as per the usual at Akit Stream, we try to make the very last question a little bit more interesting for you to answer. It's a bit tailored to your personal experience. So take your time to think up of an answer, okay? 
All right. So the very final question, if you had the opportunity to revisit your past self, what would be your advice to him before he takes his SPM? Ooh. Um, well, um, I think one of the advice I would like to give to myself is keep doing what you're doing and be valiant. Um, I know that you have worked very hard for what you want to achieve. Like have faith that surely good things will come intersecting upon. Keep helping other people achieving their dreams. Um, because I was, when I was in high school, I used to help people, uh, especially in additional mathematics. And I think um, if, I was, if I was there to tell myself, is never to give up to help these people because um, I've seen at the end of the day, these people actually have so much potential in them that they only need to believe and work harder in terms of what they are weak in. So I believe is that um, if I were to visit my past self, is just being nice to other people, work together, have a good time, do not stress yourself out, um, just trying to have a good time in your last uh, in your last year in high school. And it's just worth mentioning that um, not only were you um, really struggling in at maths earlier on, you were failing the papers, but uh, at the very end years of Form 5, you actually became the tutor to some people for additional mathematics. That's, a, uh, that's something really inspiring um, to all of you listeners out there. You know, it doesn't ne- uh, necessarily mean that if you're bad at that one thing, you're, you're going to be bad at it forever. You know, that's the purpose of failing. You fail because you have the chance to improve. And once you're able to improve, you can do so many great things. You can even teach what you have learned uh, as what Five Years is doing right now and share it to other people to make very inspiring stories such as this. Thank you very much, Faris, for that um, very insightful experience you had. Uh, all right. So I guess thank you very much. I think we both can agree that we've produced some very interesting ideas just now. And I hope that for those of you who are listening, they may use them for their own you know, beneficial uses, all right? So do you have any final remarks, Faris? Yeah, of course. Um, I want all of you guys to know that failure and mental health relate real, real closely. The topic about mental health is not widely spoken about in Malaysia. And I think it's very important to address this in this very last minute. Whatever you may want to achieve and whatever may be the probable ways to achieve it, know that your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And if not, it is more important. Always put your mind and body tranquility first and do take a break if you feel you have pushed yourself too far that it is reaching your breaking point. Talk to your friends and family, seek help from experts if necessary. Tell yourself that you're doing great and your baby steps are making progress. And that is all for me. Yes, I, I, I truly agree. Um, you know, if you're feeling that you can't do it anymore, give yourself some, give yourself a break. Give yourself a reward or, you know, spoil yourself, indulge in something you actually like. 
don't overdo it. As, you're taking SPM. SPM is something that's really huge. It, uh, you don't want to enter and do your SPM at the state of at which you're at your breaking point, your limiting point. I think that's something that you really have to look out for. Um, but it's okay. We're probably going to have another episode on that. Uh, how to do? How to deal with breakdowns? All right. Um, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you for sticking around till the very end. If you have any comments on this episode, feel free to express them on our Telegram channel, Ackett's Drivers Hub. And if you have any extra ideas for another episode, go ahead and drop your suggestions on our page as well. Or maybe you would like to be in one of the talks, then go ahead. We're always open. Just send out your name, send out what topic you'd like to talk, and we'll go on live together. Also, follow, follow our Instagram channel at Akit Strive for more updates of new episodes of Akit Stream. Thank you once again, Farius, for being a part of this channel. We would gladly appreciate it if you're Thank you for having me for another episode with us. Uh, very interesting ideas. You know, if we have you for another episode, we'll probably produce just as much as ideas as this episode. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for new episodes every week or so. This has been Act Stream, your very personal podcast.